0: so very much for joining us right here on your tuesday nights it is tuesday night titans episode number 14 for your tuesday september 19th 2023 i am your host jd from new york as always joined by my very good friend and co-host on tuesday nights mr andrew Baydala. what is going on man what's going on oh man oh man i hear i hear we have nursery rhymes coming out of nxt man thank god people are watching us and not that
1: I have no idea what's going on in NXT. <laughs> I haven't watched in a long time. So this is where I spend my Tuesdays. This is where you should spend your Tuesdays. No offense to the boys and girls down there, but uh, listen, I mean, every Tuesday, JD, we have a lot to talk about, which is crazy. It's almost like they're like those two guys, the bald headed bastard and the loud bastard are going yeah. live. So we better give them something.
0: Uh, yeah, man. We got, we got a lot to discuss. If it's not CM Punk, if it's not AEW shit in the bed with their attendance numbers, it's Dwayne Johnson. Coming back to the WWE, and we are going to talk about that in just a second. I want to thank you guys for joining us, number one. Number two, if you want to follow us on social media, make sure you do that at Andrew Bay Dalla on Twitter or X, and I am at JD from NY206 on the same platform. Make sure you guys go and do that. Hit that subscribe button down below, and please turn on the bell for notifications. Helps me out tremendously. If you guys want to get in on the discussion, Super Chats are open. We will hang out at the end of the show, as always, to take any and all questions you may have for us at the end of the show. Hey, J.D. Yeah. This is what the fuck I'm drinking. Man, what is that? Is that the Armless Palmer? It is. Oh, man, I love it. It's so good. It is. It is so it good, is good, man. It's uh, not too sweet for, uh, for a half and half. It is sweetened by agave, which yeah. I love. So There you go. Look at this. I got she this was guy. Well, oh, right. now, now, what, what is, what do, you, what do you drink? You Pedialyte. I gotta get on Pedialyte. Yes. Now you she got, you got liquid death. I gotta get on Pedialyte now. There you go. And mm. I got my coffee too. There it is. I had a shot of espresso. We're good to go. Ready to rock. all right. As always, man. Tradition here. Not like Tony Khan's tradition. I leave the floor open to you to start the show. What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I've heard your
1: reactions uh, to the Rock returning, but. You know, we had a little bit of, uh, I don't want to call it like a incident, but it's really not. Um, Dave LaGreca, I want to open here with Busted Open. There I you go. Really okay. I think Busted Open is the way to go here tonight. We all saw Rock return um, on SmackDown. Pat McAfee did his show, everything else like that. So let's get into the nook and crannies of that. Rock kind of said that the Roman match at 39, him and Roman was a lock. It was going to happen. Dave LaGreca on Busted Open this morning really took a lot of offense to what The Rock did, saying it was bullshit that he basically spread he being The Rock, his cheeks, and crapped all over Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and that entire build and run and everything else like that. And he said it was very disrespectful to both WWE
0: and Cody Rhodes.
1: I'd like your thoughts on that before we get into The Rock's return.
0: You know, I I I listened to what he had to say. I saw the clip on on social media, you know, I I don't know how badly he's really looking at it from whatever point of view he's looking at it from. I mean, what did the rock do drew that WWE has not done for Cody? I I mean, if there's one thing that has shit all over Cody, it's the WWE creative following his loss to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I mean, he's done nothing since WrestleMania And as of last uh, Monday Night Raw, on Monday, he was wrestling Dominic Mysterio again in the open of the show. So I I understand Dave LaGreca kind of made a point where Rock said that the match was locked in, and then the match didn't happen, and it kind of opens that door to, I guess, make whatever Cody did and the story that was told going into WrestleMania with Cody and Roman look less than. But WWE didn't do anything to, to... enhance the story between Cody and Roman going into WrestleMania anyway. I felt like they left a lot on the table. I felt like they half-assed the story, and we were basically going to be given a great match with nothing going into it. They didn't really dive into the story. We got the story from the documentary. That should have been the story. We didn't get anywhere close to that. So I don't know where Dave LeGrec is saying that The Rock shit on WWE and what they did with Cody. I think WWE shit on Cody more than The Rock did, in my honest opinion.
1: Uh, I would I would agree with you. I think... What happened, in my opinion, is it all comes down to money and creative, in my opinion. And I, I think this was a little bit of both. I think The Rock, didn't Dwayne Johnson, didn't get the amount of money he would have wanted to participate in
0: WrestleMania. Well, well I, I, let me, stop, let me kindly, kindly stop you there. You, you think this is a money-related thing with The Rock? I, I mean, why does The Rock need WWE's money?
1: I mean, he wants everyone's money. I mean, the richest man in Hollywood. Well, still wants everyone's money. He's not working right now. Don't get me wrong. He's fine. I get that. But what I will say is that, you know, I know the rock comes with a heavy price tag. And the other thing that was really, he hammered home. He being the rock was, you know, I wanted to do something that's never been done before. And it's like, okay, but let's do something different. So where do we go after WrestleMania? And I'm thinking to myself, I like the rock. I like Dwayne. Did we really think that Dwayne was sticking around past WrestleMania? Because I sure shit didn't. So what the hell are we talking about here? I mean, what are we talking about? You know, he elaborated so much on everything else, right? The Rock did. Why couldn't you elaborate? Okay, well, you know, I was going to stick around into Puerto Rico and everything. No, you weren't. I mean, in my opinion, no, you weren't. So what is the one thing that you didn't want it that we couldn't come to an agreement with? They put their pencils down, according to The Rock. I think it was money. I also think truthfully that Nick Khan and the rock had a private conversation. This is going to be a bomb to some people. Nick and the rock had a private conversation, Dwayne. And they said, Hey man, this merger is coming up. Yeah. I'd really like you to be a part of the first WrestleMania under the new umbrella. Let's save you for that.
0: Yeah. That's that's what we're getting. That's exactly what I said on my, on my stream on Saturday. I I mean, they they all knew that the sale was happening. And then when the rock was told by Nick Khan, Hey, we got the sale going on. We're going to sell to these guys. And, you know, we really want you to be a part of it for WrestleMania 40. We're gonna hold off on it. You know, Dave LaGreca, you know, he's partially correct. You know, where's Cody's time? I I, I don't think Nick Khan, Rock, Vince McMahon give a shit about Cody's time. Oh
1: no, they they I would say that if they're looking at things, they're not looking at an individual basis and being like, we really got to take care of this guy. I think they're looking at the bigger picture in the company. And I do believe LaGreca had a really, really good point. For some of the things I, I disagreed with, but LaGreca did say that Cody is on his way to be the face of wrestling. And he's right. I mean, he is right. And maybe the rock doesn't like that. Maybe John Cena doesn't like it. I don't know, but realistically it's not up to those two guys. And I do believe that Cody's time will come at WrestleMania 40. And I do believe that we could see a WrestleMania to Lagreca's point, you know, how is Cody going to finish his story? Here's the way that I see Cody finishing his story. Okay. Rock and Roman take on each other. Saturday night, main event, no championship on the line for the head of the table, who is the head of the Samoan family, the bloodline. And then Sunday, we get Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. And The Rock can win on Saturday. Lends into the storyline. Roman's kind of down on himself. Man, I can't believe I lost to The Rock. I can't, you know, that type of stuff. He's all in his head. And Cody finally gets to finish that story. That's one way to do it. I will tell you, if they leave Cody off WrestleMania 40 for that Universal Heavyweight Championship, boy, that's a fucking miss.
0: I mean, they can't, they can't afford to do that. They, no. they, how, how, where else does he fit? He doesn't even fit anywhere else creatively. Everything else that you try and put him in, it's only going to be, hey, we got this guy, Cody Rhodes. He's supposed to be our guy, but he's nothing more than a fucking bench player here. I mean, he's supposed to be the star player. Meanwhile, he's playing six string on the bench. Yeah, he's, a, he's an all-star, but he's a, a six stringer.
1: Nobody well, wants again, to see that. Again, there was supposed to be, and for all the hate that I got on social media when I put this out, that WrestleMania 39 was going to be star-studded. It was supposed to be. Not because of the Hollywood tagline. It was supposed to be. And I said that WWE would have sold their company or merged their company by WrestleMania 39, the latest WrestleMania 40. All of this happened. I can tell you that Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock were more than likely supposed to have a program at 39. They might have pulled both of them, or both of them might have said, no, thank you, because of creative, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that's not true, or, or because the merger was happening and they want the first mania under the merger to be massive. So while I understand everyone's frustration, Cody needs to be the guy. I'm with you, ladies and germs. I'm with you. But the problem is, is that this is a global juggernaut and they're going to put the biggest names out possible for this first WrestleMania. So hopefully Roman wrestles twice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I said everything that drew just said here on Saturday. So I'm glad him and I are on the same wavelengths here. I knew it. I knew it had to come down to the merger. You know, rock is a great businessman. Rock, rock is a great salesman. He's going to, he's going to say something and people are going to be like, you know, story. out. Oh, oh man, Dwayne Johnson. He's such a great guy. Look at his great explanation about what happened. I mean, through all that great explanation, there's a ton of bullshit. Like, I saw right through it. I knew exactly what he was talking about and what he didn't really divulge and what he really couldn't divulge. Vince McMahon, he said he wanted to do things for the fans, Drew, uh, The Rock. You know, he wanted to do something uh, on the on the sphere of uh, breaking boundaries or something along those lines. He wanted to do something new and transcending. And it's got to be for the it's fans what? at WrestleMania. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself... Yeah, that's great and all coming from The Rock, but can you honestly see Vince McMahon doing anything for the fucking fans? I don't think so. I mean, well, it, was all, I, it was all business from day one. Here's the
1: problem with all of this, right? It's all hullabaloo and hogwash, truthfully. And why I say that is because The Rock wants to do something for the fans. Okay, well, these fans are, a lot of them will be okay with a WrestleMania one-off. You come in in January or February, you have your WrestleMania match in Philadelphia. It really writes itself and you go home. Okay. But if you want to do something different for the fans. You ain't sticking around for three to six months. Let's just call it what it is. And that's okay. It is what it is. You are not sticking around for six months. And we understand that as fans, as a businessman, and as somebody who enjoys this product, I understand you're not sticking around for six months. You got bigger fish to fry, my man. And I get that. So don't insult my intelligence and sit here and say that, well, we want to do something different for the fans. And where do we go after that? Brother. You haven't wrestled since WrestleMania 29. Don't tell me the 32 match. That's garbage. Okay. And that's, I mean, come on. All right. <laughs> you haven't wrestled since that wrestled wrestled... Six seconds. Right. You haven't wrestled since WrestleMania 29. You were supposed to wrestle at 32. You didn't because of an injury. I get it. You had a movie to shoot. All of a sudden, you're bigger than WWE. We all get it. So I don't understand the constant wool. I don't need the wool over my eyes. I don't need you to pretend. Just come out, do your eyebrow, do your catchphrase, electrify like you do, like you can only do, and go home after WrestleMania. It's okay. I appreciate it. My kid will appreciate it. The fans will appreciate it. But to sit here and say you want to do something that's going to transcend the business, all right, how? You're going to be here for eight months? Come
0: on. That's exactly, that's exactly everybody's question. How? Like, what, what, what does he mean by that? What does he want to accomplish in, in the time that he's going to be here, which I think, like you elaborated, is only going to be for WrestleMania. The story, the bloodline story is Dwayne's to tell. Like, he's the final boss here. There, there, is, is, no, it- there, there is nobody else. That's, that's what the fans want. They want a completion to this story. That's all we ask for. We don't, Drew, we don't even want him to be here for the three, six months. What are we going to do with him? What is WWE going to do with him? Let me ask you this.
1: Do you think that Rock will do the job to Roman? Is that what he's talking about? And we need to put this out there. Is The Rock saying, I'm not going to do the job right now. But where are we going after this? I'll put you over after that.
0: I mean, if The Rock doesn't put Roman over, I would have a fucking problem with that, honestly. Like, he comes off a different way online. He comes off like he should be running for the fucking president of the United States. And what he did from Wyndham's family was absolutely unbelievable. You know, he is for the pro wrestler. How much has Rock talked about the future of the industry? And he knows the business inside out. He knows what's going on, even away he knows what's going on with the WWE product. If he goes to WrestleMania and doesn't put over his cousin in the midst of one of the greatest runs ever, what does that say about Dwayne? Is he here for, is, is he here for the WWE? Is he here for the fans? Is he here for the future of the company? Or is he here for Dwayne to get one last win on his be, under his belt and then go off into the sunset once and for all? I mean, that's, that's kind of fucked up.
1: Not another notch under your belt. Um, listen, I will say this. I think that—well, I know— that Dwayne, the rock is one of the best people in the business in terms of giving back and generosity and everything else like that. But the rock became the rock because the rock looks out for the rock. Dwayne Johnson looks out for Dwayne. You're only going to look out for you. And I get that. And I'm o- I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But I don't like some of the salesmanship that goes back and forth here with Dwayne and him telling the people, well, i get it you're a people person and you got nothing really going on right now but to sit there and say that wrestlemania 39 was a lock and then it just you know we it didn't work out because where we it was about money it was about money i mean let's just come on really and probably he didn't want to do the job
0: well i mean if that comes out eventually it may never come out but that would be fun that would be terrible
1: well, what is he showing? He's going to show up at WrestleMania 39. And I mean, why not? What? Why not do it, JD? Because yeah. of the merger, because of the cash. Yes. Hey, Dwayne, there's going to be more money involved down the road. You stick around. We're merging with right? It's yeah. fucking Endeavor. Yeah. It's UFC. We're getting money. Yeah. And you're going to sit back and tell me that that's not why the man didn't show up at WrestleMania 39? If he's going to do the job at 40, why not do it at 39? He is Hollywood. He, he has any ties to Philadelphia?
0: Does Cody have any any ill will or reservations potentially? You know, he's never going to admit that he is being used as like a pawn here in this ultimate scheme here by Nick Khan and Vince McMahon to move whatever happened or should have happened at WrestleMania 39 to WrestleMania 40. Cody realistically was used as a, as a puppet here.
1: Well, if I'm Cody Rhodes, I'm just reading a couple of the comments here. I appreciate the love. Um, I, if I'm Cody Rhodes, I, f- I feel like the backup plan, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, wait a second. so. This was what was going to, but you want to know what? <laughs> a $4 million backup plan with a WrestleMania main event is fine by me. I'm sure he's just biding his time. He being Cody Rhodes. I will say that if the WWE decides for some reason to play favorites and Nick Khan and Vince and Arnie Emanuel play their, you know, their cards and they're like, well, got to have rock versus Roman. It's bigger box office. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But the longevity of your product might start to get, a little bit pissed off, and and the, everything else that comes with that, you know, those casual fans tune out after WrestleMania. So f- longevity
0: wise, return audience wise. So you feel piss- y- you feel Endeavor's going to have a say in something like that? I thought they were not going to have a say creatively in what in what goes on there. That's what that's what we were told anyway, man. I don't want to I don't want to you know sit here and tell you that Vince should be in charge and he should handle the de- the day to day, but. I mean, Ari Emanuel said, that's all WWE. I'm not going to interfere in that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think to call... A bunch of what, uh, suits and ties. a bunch of bullshit I-
1: ours. Well, listen, I... Okay, I mean, I'm a suit to a certain extent, um, and I will flat out say that. But I have a, um, I, I, I take everything that I've ever learned, and I, I resonate with people. I don't just look at the business side of things. So I will say that I think Ari Vince. Dana, that whole board of directors is going to say, hey, what's the this is the first WrestleMania since the merger. We got to get some big box office. If you don't think Phil Brooks and them are going to chat a little bit, they will. Whether or not the deal gets done and Phil can keep his goddamn head on straight. CM Punk is another thing. Now, they're going to load up this WrestleMania. I think Stone Cold's getting called uh, for sure. Dwayne. You know, I think they're going to lay off, you know, Taker and Hogan and those type of guys. Oh, God, no, please. Well, yeah, I'm I'm just saying they're not going to wrestle. I just don't know what you do with them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they make an appearance. But realistically, I mean, this WrestleMania is going to be massive, and it'd be massive in the polarizing part-time talent might have a, a major... You might get your quote-unquote, dream matches. But, yeah, I do believe the board's going to have a little bit of saying what goes on at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a little disheartening because I was hoping we would move away from that uh, as seen by this year's WrestleMania, which I thought was we will. probably the best WrestleMania of the decade. One of the best Did WrestleManias it? of all time. There's light at the end of that tunnel,
1: but we all have to understand that this is the first WrestleMania in the merger. They're going to want to make the biggest bang. And, lo and behold, Hollywood's done yeah. for right now. So you can have potentially... I want to say that again before this is clipped and thrown on the internet. Ah, Drew's head, Seda, Batista, and Rock are all back. I said potentially. All your Hollywood boys and girls might be shuffling their asses over to WWE because that sucker's still going.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, that that's the whole Rock situation. One last question before we move on from the Rock situation, Drew. Uh, the Pat McAfee show where The Rock actually divulged all this information, was this one big elaborate plan? Is this something? This is something that didn't come about on the on the fucking day of, right? I mean, this was all a pre calculated plan for the Rock to be there, and then WWE, and then they all correlated their schedules, and then he showed up. I, I mean, it just it, it just felt like a beautiful kind of synergy. That's Nick Khan's new word now: synergy of uh, uh, of a bunch of different things coming together at the right time. I mean, it was just too perfect.
1: Well, I'll say this: um, I I have an immense amount of respect for Pat and the boys. He's great. Um, They have always treated me well. And uh, when I first met Pat McAfee, he introduced himself as Peyton Manning. And I was like, Pat, I know who you are. (laughs) Um, This was before he got like massive. And I was like, Pat, I know who you are. I'm a football junkie. And he laughed and we talked for a little bit. Um, But I will say this. um, I don't think that was planned plan. Dwayne the rock was showing up to do college game day because Colorado and Deion Sanders for all you football, for people who don't know college football, they have one of the hottest programs on the planet right now. And Dwayne wanted to be a part of that. They're in Boulder, Colorado, ESPN, the rock, Dwayne, Boulder, kind of all fit Pat, him having that time, making the time for Pat. Pat's always going to make time for Dwayne Johnson, the rock. Anybody would have Pat said that on his show. Do I think that Pat knew the bombs that were going to be dropped by Dwayne? No, I think Pat asked questions. Um, I think that you know Dwayne might have been privy to some of them, uh, but no, um, I don't think that was a premeditated like interview. Um, the SmackDown appearance was uh, planned. Yes, kind of
0: kind of goes to uh, show you what everybody thinks of Pat McAfee when they step on his platform. I mean, they trust him enough to actually kind of unload that type of information and just sit down and have a, a real human to human chat with him on that stuff because I don't think anybody else. You know, maybe a Van Vliet. I don't know. I don't know who else would have really pulled that information out of the rock. I mean, he does ask the the good questions. Does Pat mm-hmm. McAfee? So, I mean, you got to give him respect. And I love, I love his show and the way everything just kind of flows. And you know, it's usually uh, something that I say I'd love to work towards, something like that, man. So shout out to Pat McAfee and we, that he will does. we will We will one hundred percent be there. We will one hundred percent
1: have a show live just like that. Just be. We will be just the
0: professional wrestling version of it. Trust me. That would be great. That's the dream right there. That's the goal. Um, Rock. So everybody's now on the Rock and Roman train. And I do agree with you, Drew. I I do think the perfect, and I said this last year, I think I was one of the only few creators that actually said it. I don't mind a double main event where Roman's going to wrestle two nights on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, he's taken so much time off that asking that of him is not really asking a lot of Roman Reigns. I mean, he's, he's out for three months, which is going to transition me into my next piece of news here. Roman is going to be at the Crown Jewel Show that is happening in November, on November 4th in Saudi Arabia. That's when his next match will be. He will be on TV. He will be on TV leading to that uh, big title match. Who it will be against, I don't know right now. Two names in the back of my mind are AJ Styles. And with what we've seen on television, especially with LA Knight beating The Miz and him basically calling out every champion in the WWE. L.A. Knight's throwing his name into the hat, which I hope that they stay far, far, far away from because if L.A. Knight and Roman Reigns is the match and L.A. Knight loses, where does L.A. Knight go from there? So I would much rather it be A.J. Styles, who's not really in the middle of anything. L.A. Knight is on the way up. A.J. Styles is basically flatlined on WWE TV. Who do you think Roman's going to be wrestling in Saudi Arabia? A.J. Styles. um, Either A.J.
1: Styles or maybe... Um, if Cena decides he wants to go over, maybe you can get you know a little bit of program with Cena, or maybe you get a six-man tag or something where it's Roman, you know, Jimmy and Solo taking on John and two other people, AJ yeah. and somebody else. I mean, I I I, I don't know if John Cena is going to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't know that I know he went to the first one, he being John Cena, but since then he has been very um MIA from those shows for a particular reason which I'm not going to divulge because I don't know if it's accurate or not. But um, I do believe that, you know, with the Hollywood strike going on, I think that John might become readily available to make some big money. So we'll see. And the Saudi the Saudi investment firm likes to throw a ton of money at people um, and good on them for it.
0: Well, to uh, to go on to that question, there with John Cena and his uh, hesitation in traveling to Saudi Arabia when WWE's asked him. uh, Dave Meltzer is actually reporting that John Cena is indeed advertised for crown jewel in Saudi Arabia. So then there you go. So then, I mean, uh, listen, you know, Romans, if
1: they want to have a big match to get some people to talk, everyone kind of knows that John could be somebody who defeats Roman. And I believe that would be world championship number 16. Yeah. ties Flair's record, right?
0: Uh, No, that would be 17, I think.
1: 17 Flair's record? Okay, so we're getting closer and closer. So... I'm just saying the possibilities there. I would like to see a tag match rather than a one-on-one. I think it's too obvious, but everybody's going to do it. They're going to do what Saudi wants them to do to a certain extent because that's a paid show.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I could see. Uh, I could see Roman and AJ. They get that out of the way. I could see LA Knight team with John Cena against Austin Theory and Grayson Wallace. So you get John Cena and Roman on the same show in separate matches. They don't necessarily need to be in in the same match, though. The idea of John Cena teaming with AJ and whomever else against Jimmy and Roman and Solo does uh, sound like an intriguing match and something that they should actually do at some point. So, I mean, it could be either one, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out along the way. But John Cena is advertised for Crown Jewel and Roman will have his title defense at that November 4th show. Um, CM Punk. CM Punk made some comments this week and he got the Internet talking. Uh, I would love your take on this because a lot of people are kind of correlating this to Survivor Series, obviously. And a lot of people coming out of last night's Monday Night Raw were making more correlations to what Michael Cole emphasized on commentary. Some things that Cody Rhodes might have said indirectly in some of the words that he used against Dominic Mysterio. CM Punk Drew says he has some free time for the next two months, and he specified two months. Obviously, everybody looking at the calendar, looking at what's going on in two months. It's Survivor Series in Chicago. And he said this in his first public appearance since his AEW departure. What do you make of these comments from CM Punk? And do you really think the possibility of him showing up in Chicago is greater than it was two weeks ago? Because I'm kind of leaning towards yes here. I think that Phil Brooks, CM Punk,
1: knows how to keep his name relevant. He's been very good at that. I think it's all going to come down to cash and creative and whether CM Punk can keep his head on straight.
0: I mean, if Nick Khan is there, he's going to keep his head on straight.
1: Sure. I mean, again, I think the WWE is also very good at this stuff, too. Ladies and germs. Best in the world, all this other stuff. Uh, you know they're very very good at at this type of stuff i don't think any agreement has been reached um i think punk's comment was basically like you know let's let's get people talking because the more buzz he can get the more WWE is going to be like all right we well we can get something here with this guy and survivor series is in chicago so why the hell not and that's wrestlers they're just gypsies tramps and thieves man and that's what they are and you know what um Uh, Yeah, I think it's a possibility, but realistically, I think CM Punk knows how to keep his name relevant.
0: Yeah, I know. I mentioned this on my Monday Night Raw live stream last night, and it looks like WWE could be building towards two separate war games matches. Which one they go with, I don't know. On SmackDown, they got this little faction warfare going on between Judgment Day, the new Hurt Business, and the Bloodline, or whatever remains of the Bloodline, the OC. I don't know what's going on there. SmackDown seems a little bit too convoluted for my liking right now. But on Monday Night Raw, we got a tease about Drew McIntyre possibly turning heel. I don't know where he is going to fit into plans. Uh, I mean, Drew McIntyre is a big enough name. If he turns heel, he's going to be in something pretty decent. So then you got the, blood, uh, the, the judgment day, rather, on, on Monday Night Raw. You got Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, Finn Balor, and then possibly Drew McIntyre kind of aligning with the judgment day against Cody, Sammy, KO, Jey Uso, And I threw out CM Punk's name as a possibility for a fifth if they want to do war games in Survivor Series. So, I mean, it it does line up, and that would be kind of funny if Cody Rhodes and CM Punk end up on the same team. And I know I'm just fantasy booking, but, you know, it did come up in discussion. And like I said, Cole emphasized some things on commentary. Cody emphasized some things, like you said, best in the world and whatever else that was said on Monday Night Raw. You know, I, I do think that there is smoke to the fire there, even though the fire is just nothing more than fucking... You know, a little, a little puffs here and there. Are I, you,
1: I, are you doing it too? The fire still burns. His first yeah. theme song. You doing it too? You're yeah. To, all right, go ahead.
0: I mean, listen. I, I would have him come out with that if that's the case. I mean, that's nah, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, WWE um, doesn't buy WWE doesn't buy rights for music anymore.
1: No, I mean they'll do Cult of Personality because yeah. I think they still are paying royalties on it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. What WWE should do, and I think they will. Is they will announce a War Games match and there'll be one mystery partner, mm-hmm. and if it's not Punk, which it very might well not be, maybe Randy, maybe whomever. Truthfully, yeah, but it they'd be smart to do that because they're already sold out, and they'll have every eyeball in the professional wrestling sports entertainment world watching if they do an, a mystery partner. And Tony Khan could even tweet. Now, CM Punk can't wrestle at Survivor Series. Don't waste your time. And people will still not believe the guy. Yeah. So
0: I mean, just, that is, that is, that is a, a smart move for them to do. I could actually see them doing that, too. But then, then you got to get the mute button ready on Twitter because all, all the geeks online will be like, oh, is CM Punk going to show up at Survivor Series? Can you vote on my poll? No. No, <laughs> come on. Enough I'm for I'm just like, they're going to,
1: and they should. WWE should do that. Yeah. They should. I mean, realistically, they should. Um, whether it happens or not, who knows? I'd rather if he he is gonna come back, he being CM Punk, War Games thing would be cool, but I just like him to show up at the end of the show. Yeah, realistically. I don't need him in a match. Show him at the and again, I don't know if this is going to happen. There I is something interesting happening on Monday Night Raw, though, which we'll get into at the end of the show that I think everybody, the 1726 in here might not be picking up on just yet. And it does not involve CM Punk. And if JD's touched on this, I apologize. I doubt he has, but if he has, I will sit here and be like, you know what? Great minds think alike. But there's something a lot of you aren't picking up, and it involves a judgment day. All right.
0: That's, uh, that's interesting. Look got We got a little, uh, a little tease for the end of the show when we get to the Monday Night Raw Sp- section. Speaking of tease, JD. Yeah.
1: What happened with you and Jade
0: Cargill? She blocked me. She blocked me. Yeah, because I called her green and I said she wasn't very good. I mean, okay. <laughs> that's one man's opinion
1: that's i don't think that deserves a block
0: but i don't know i I mean she she also said i couldn't do a pull-up and now i'm doing three or four percent so it's like and my squat is Uh, 300 pounds so it's like oh okay (laughs) this is i I, okay all right i had to throw it in there man. my squat my bench press is 300 prep 300 pounds just just uh, should i show them (laughs) yeah thanks jade
1: um listen jade cargill AEW star heads to WWE. It really doesn't seem like a big loss for AEW because they really didn't know what they had in Jade, in my opinion. Thank you.
0: Of, I mean, how I, many people were telling me this is a good, some tra- tragic loss for AEW? No, like, what, no, did no, 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 no. what did she do? What did she do there?
1: Yeah, this is why I'm, I'm gonna, this is why I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, I do believe that it is a loss for AEW because they built her up, her being Jade. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, we don't really know what to do with her. Then she loses to Chris. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, and you know what? I mean, realistically, this is WWE's game, but this is not Ricky Starks. This is not Cody Rhodes. Um, oh, bro, you're about, be, to be, you're
0: about to be canceled now. Well, you can cancel me all you
1: want. <laughs> Jade, is going, Jade is going to be a big star, in my opinion, yes. WWE. I loved her in AEW. And we they, want her to succeed. That's the most yeah, important thing. But they AEW failed her miserably towards the end of this run. I mean, they could have done a lot more with her, and they didn't. Maybe they knew the writing was on the wall, they being AEW, and Jade was not coming back. But listen to me. AEW's women division losing Jade Cargo. the way they were using her is not a massive loss. No. It's WWE's gain, just like Brian Pillman Jr. is going to be a huge gain for WWE, in my opinion, because A.W. Yeah. floundered him.
0: Yes, and, floundered- when, and when Wardlow ends up over there, which I fully expect that to happen when his contract's up, it's going to be a big gain for WWE and not a huge loss for A.W. because they've done nothing with Wardlow following right. his feud with MJF. So, I mean, and what Tony- loss is it?
1: Tony Ace, I do not have my own show. This is the only show that I will do until this show is either on ESPN, Sirius Satellite Radio, or wherever. This show, myself and JD, will be five to six days a week sooner rather than later. You watch. I don't yeah, need my own show. This we, is the
0: show. We, we got, we got uh, hopes and aspirations I for this show, for sure. I
1: appreciate it wholeheartedly, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing my own show. This is where I'll be every Tuesday night, live with this audience, with this gentleman across from me.
0: Um, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people were, uh, they were just getting underneath my skin. I'm like, I don't know what I'm not seeing here. Like, I mean, the entire Jade run, in my honest opinion, was, was, a, it was a farce. I, I I felt like it was masked in mediocrity. I said that they created that title, that TBS title, simply to make her seem like a bigger deal than she really was. They gave her every woman under the sun to squash in about 60 seconds. And if, Maybe she had a five minute match. I mean, maybe I, I can't recall her going five minutes with anybody outside Chris Statlander. But the thing with Jay Cargill is, Drew, a, a lot of people are now excited that she's going to WWE and leaving AEW, and they're already be. Ma- and they should be yes, but they're already making aspirations and WrestleMania hopes and dreams putting whole WrestleMania hopes and dreams into this woman. Oh, I can't wait to see her against Bianca Belair. Oh, I can't wait to see her against Charlotte Flair. What a mega match that's going to be. How are you going to have a mega match with somebody who is not even 50% of what Charlotte Flair is yet? She's not even 10% of what Charlotte Flair is. So what I, I said, Drew, is why are we rushing this woman to the main roster? Please tell me that an NXT run for at least a year, at minimum, minimum is what Jay Cargill needs. I don't know if that's going to happen because, truthfully, Rhea needs opponents.
1: Um, I understand the squashing of... I wouldn't say the squashing, but her Jade taking on Rhea, Rhea's going to win. She's going to run through everybody. That's why Nia was brought back so that Nia could look dominant for a couple months and Rhea's going to eventually beat her probably more than once. But it's a different opponent for Rhea to get her all the way to WrestleMania. Here's the deal. Uh, Jade Cargill, the first set of eyes I laid on her, I said, which are mine, I said, uh, man, That has WWE written all over it. And AEW did a really good job with her in the early going. They squandered that. And I do believe WWE will have a massive return on Jade. But to JD's point, we don't need to rush her. NXT for a year, I think that's too much. I think she could be on Raw or SmackDown in the near future. If she does go to NXT, which I don't believe she will, um, I would love to see a three to six month run. Um, But, you know, I don't know. Jade's kind of the hot name right now, but there's a lot of women in NXT right now who are killing it. Um, So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, But yeah, to rush these dream matches, slow down a little bit. I agree. Let's 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 let WWE have their moment. Because realistically, for all the Jade fans out there, and I'm one of them, do you really want this woman to go to WWE and take L after L after? Because then you're going to be pissed there too. Because she's not beating Bianca right now. She's not beating Rhea. Okay, so you want her to beat up on Natalia, You want her to beat up on who? I mean, Zoe? Who are you who are you having to beat up on? You know?
0: Uh, I just, I listen, know. I mean, six months, you know, I, I take any amount of time in NXT just for her to get herself right and, and get where she needs to be. And, and I said, Drew, if you put her on NXT, she's got matches with Roxanne. She's got matches with Gigi Dolan. You know, people that are uh, about equivalent to what Jade can do in the ring. You know, you bring back uh, Nikita Lyons, who I'm very big on. Put her in the ring with with Jade Cargill. Uh, JC Jane. There are women down there that are on Jade's level that she could look good and better than on a weekly basis. And just have her run through those names. Have a major program with Roxanne. Uh, Cora Jade is another one. There are women down there to to keep her busy until she makes it to the main roster. Now... I said, why are we rushing everybody that 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 is like a Jade to the main roster? And I use Dragon Lee as as an example. I'm like, Dragon Lee is a world class athlete, pro wrestler. And I know Dragon Lee and his name is not gonna really make much of a difference on the main roster, but I'm using it in a sense of, well, if he's an acclaimed superstar and he went to NXT, why why is Jade Cargill getting the pass here? over somebody like that who automatically himself, just based on his in-ring ability, should be on the main roster. What are we doing?
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I
0: agree with you. And I think that they have- I mean, Braun Breaker is be- a Steiner, bro. He could have went to the main roster.
1: Yeah. And I think WWE has a, a problem. Um, I think what WWE has is their current two champions. Um, you know, Eos. I mean, you know. But with Bianca and with Rhea, when they were champions, Rhea yeah. still is your champion. They've kind of run through everybody. I mean, everybody. They've had all the matches. They've done all this stuff, and you know, Becky Lynch is now defending the NXT Women's Championship at No Mercy in a premium live event against Tiffany Stratton. And I,
0: I think that. Oh, Beck's- is that official? That's official. And if it isn't, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. If it shit. isn't yeah, official, yeah, that's another. That's another thing. Uh, did we get? Did we get your opinion on that? I mean, we should talk about it too with uh, Becky Lynch after that.
1: I just don't think they know what to do with Becky anymore because it's like, all right, well, can we have her beat Rhea? Nah, because we, we have
0: plans for... Real. I mean, if they want Jade to beat Becky on NXT, I'm okay with that, as long as Jade stays down there. Like, why else did you give Becky the championship for? To put it think- back on Tiffany? I think Tiffany's coming to the main
1: roster. And I think she needs to, like, ASAP. Um, but that's the other thing. If we rush her to the main... Well, it's not really a rush. We put her on the main roster, like, she's got to have some, some wins. So Becky wins the NXT Women's Championship, and then she's going to drop it to Tiff... At no mercy. I again. This is why I put out the tweet when I put it out. The Becky winning the championship shocked me a little bit. It did. It really did because I understand she's ratings monster.
0: And that's she really fine. Is. I mean, yeah. the, my, my gripe is with all the people. Oh, it's going to put a spotlight on the championship. No, it's not. Uh, well, what's the spotlight spot, what spotlight? What brand? It, it, that's it. Well, Stratton looks so much better because she was in the ring with Becky Lynch. Uh, what? What do you mean? Well, but it, so like, like, if you want the Tiffany Stratton to look good, she should have beat Becky Lynch clean, and we should move on to find her a new opponent for no mercy. Can't do so that.
1: why not? Can't do well, that. Well, we, couldn't have, we couldn't have Tiff beat her clean on NXT. You want to save that for the pay-per-view of the premium live event. Oh, so sure. have, have Tiffany beat her twice then. That's fine. I don't hate that. But the thing is then Becky's stock kind of goes a little bit down, right? Who's fault so right is that? Now, well, it's WWE needs to write her better. And I think she, you're seeing the frustration at times with Becky and what they're doing with her they don't know what to do with her because all eyes are on Rhea right now in my opinion becky winning this championship i get puts a lot of eyeballs on the brand it does yes. not put a lot of eyeballs on the women's championship no okay it puts a lot of eyeballs on the brand they're selling the brand becky is help helping selling that brand possibly to a, a, a major network not under the nbcu uh, umbrella i get it guys and girls but when I put out the tweet, I was shocked because, to me, you book yourself into a corner now with Becky. What do you do? Does she do the job to Tiff? Is she going to get blindsided? And, and how the hell does Jade come in and beat her then?
0: She doesn't have a Money in the Bank contract. Well, there is, I think, somebody, I don't know if this is legit or not, and I said this in my tweet earlier today about the Jade Cargill situation. I mean, this is why I think she's perfect for NXT. I don't know when they do their breakout tournaments, but that's a perfect model for her to come on in, debut, and just slay everybody in that tournament and become a number one contender to eventually beat whoever the champion is. Now, I don't know who the champion's going to be. It could be Tiffany Stratton. could be Becky Lynch, but... If Tiffany is going to the main roster, Becky Lynch should beat Tiffany Stratton and Tiffany should move up to the main roster and then forget about that and move on to her own thing. And Jade comes in and wins the tournament and beats Becky Lynch. You want to make a new superstar and you're so obsessed with making her the 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 woman there. There you go. Yeah, I
1: agree. Um I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that's the way to go. Whether or not they do, you know, is is we'll have to wait and see. Um I I didn't like this decision from the jump. I think there was something better to do with Becky. And they didn't do it, so now here we are, and it's you know, uh, was that the only Becky had won that championship before, right? That
0: this was the first time she won the NXT Women's Title.
1: Oh, so maybe that's part of the reason why they did it too—to give her, you know, because I believe Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Mercedes, um, all you know, uh, Bianca, even Rhea have all held that championship. But, but, right? but don't
0: you, don't yes, but don't you think the WWE Creative has a problem when it? you know, pertains to Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like, it, they, they have a serious, like, fucking, uh, oh, my God, what what are we going to do? Becky Lynch is not a title match. What are we going to do? I mean, it's like they, they they have a nervous breakdown when Becky's not able to be booked in a title match, so they rush her to NXT to take this title off of poor Tiffany, who's, what, 23 years old, and, and, and only for Tiffany to hold the title for two weeks, two months maybe, what is it, two months, and then yeah. lose the championship to Becky only to win it back? How is that benefiting anybody? As far well, as I mean, I'm concerned, with the way I look at it, Drew, numbers-wise, all right, they're even now. They got one win apiece. Like, how does that better Tiffany Stratton? Well, what
1: I'll say is that I, I don't, and this is the something that's been said a million times, I don't think the championship makes the talent. The talent makes the championship. So, I, you know.
0: All right, good luck, Becky. She's out there calling well, fucking cat in the hat nursery rhymes tonight.
1: I don't know. How well, to that was a title match. Yeah, that was bad. But I will say this. And I, you know, I've only seen the clip of it. I'm sure there's more to it than that. But I will say this, you know, I think Becky winning the NXT championship was a shocker to me. And if she does do the job to Tiff um, at No Mercy, then, you know, I don't know. I have something else to talk about. But realistically, I don't know if that's happening. I really don't. And I think that. We could see something where Beck holds, Becky holds onto it for a little bit, and then maybe Tiffany and her have her match on Raw for the NXT title, and that's when Tiffany gets it. That's kind of her main roster that's debut. The same thing I don't they know. did with Braun
0: Breaker and Dolph Ziggler.
1: Yeah, same It's the same, the same I, thing. Yeah, I just I don't know. That's the thing. Like I don't I don't necessarily like the going up and down type of stuff with NXT talent, main roster talent.
0: Yeah, stop, 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 stop fusing the two brands together or the three brands and in intertwining them. I mean, Dragon Lee's wrestling, Dominic Mysterio on Raw, and not at the pay per view. Why? Like, I get, I get it. I, like, you want to bring more awareness to NXT, and this is the problem that I have as a fan. You didn't do this when Triple H was in charge. Now it's okay, and now it's accepted. No, I'm not going to accept it now that you know uh, things are different now, and Vince isn't in charge of uh, NXT anymore like he was with Bruce Pritchard uh, back two years ago. Now I'm not going to accept that. I think it's fucking complete bullshit. And you don't don't have to.
1: I I totally get it. I, you know, I think that WWE needs to do, I I, you know, I didn't like the whole, I don't like the up and down stuff. No. It just, it seems lazy to me at times. No. So, I I
0: don't. don't. And going back to the Jade thing, the breakout tournament, I think that's the best way for her. And and I I have to tell you people, man, a call to action for everybody listening. You got to stop fantasy booking this shit, okay? Jade can't even fucking do a proper headlock. And sell correctly, and you just you're, and, want to stay blocked, don't you? <laughs> I, I might as well. I might as well just go go just the dig that grave. Me. I mean, listen, you got to stop. You got to calm down. Patience is key. What do I always tell you guys? Quality over quantity. She needs to learn to be a leader and not someone who's just built like a superhero. And WWE is going to put her in this movie and she's going to get Hollywood and all this nonsense. That's going to come. We mm-hmm. know that. She's built for that. She's also ha- she also has to do her day-to-day, which is a pro wrestler. She's going to be on the road, you know, 300 days a year with the WWE brand. She's going to have to know how to wrestle. And if you put this Jade in a ring with Rhea, Bianca, Io, Asuka, Charlotte, Becky, you're in for a fucking disaster. Like, we know. Like, we know Jade and everybody else listens to these podcasts and they, they, they search their name on social media. We get it. If she's serious will take what we say and prove us all wrong. This is an instance, rule where I want to be proved wrong because I have been asking for better women's wrestling and a better division for many years. And I know Vince and Bruce and all those guys don't really give a shit about women's wrestling. And everybody wants to quickly blame Triple H for the lack of women's wrestling right now. I don't think it's his fault. So if you want this division to be better, we're going to need a better Jay Cargill and, and a lot of people uh, to step up and make this division better. And, and that's all I want. That's what I care about. That's uh, just me. Yeah, no, and I'm
1: with you. I think that we all want a better product, and I do believe that the women's uh, product in WWE was some of the best stuff we had ever seen. It still is some of the characters and some of the stars. Um, They were outshining the men for many, I would say, many years. Um, And now it's kind of like, okay, well, we need to hit a little bit of a reset button and retool with the stars we just made, a la Rhea, Bianca, EO, et cetera, et cetera, with some of the legends that have been around. Because Charlotte, Bailey. Um, are you know, Becky are kind of that they're in that legends group. I know it's not Trish and Lita, but I mean, if you go back, Charlotte's been wrestling for what and Becky's been wrestling since what? seven years, eight years, yeah. and yeah. the longevity of a woman's career, um, in WWE is I think max 10 to 12, you yeah. know. So, you know, I'm with you. I, I would like to see more out of this too. I'd like to see them rebuild and retool that division, but. It seems like she parted well with AEW. She did,
0: and, and, and Tony Khan said that she's welcome back anytime. But the thing is, Drew, with, with, with AEW, I mean, and this is only one instance. Jade should have been more. I think a lot of people really understand that Jade should have been more coming out of AEW, and they kind of dropped the ball. And, and I said in my initial video that I did as far as a reaction to this news, I, I don't feel AEW knows how to build superstars. They know how to build superstars, oh. but they don't know how to create Stars like MJF is the exception. Darby's the exception, you know, guys like that. Orange Cassidy. You I mean, they've taken what has worked on the indies and wherever these guys came from and kind of enhanced their overall uh, presentation, but they don't know how to create superstars. And Jake Cargill was a fresh slate, bro. And they didn't do anything to really tap into that potential. It's different though. Like, so I'll challenge you here where MJF
1: and, and like you said, Cassidy, Darby, they're all tailor fitted, tailor made for AEW's product. Jade was never going to fit in in AEW, and she did for a little bit, and then they they didn't know what to do with it. They built her kind of like the female Goldberg, and then they didn't know what the hell to do with her. And realistically, I think they tried to keep her happy, but Jade never fit that product. Jade had WWE written all over her, like I said, the first second I saw her, and I'm sure the first second WWE saw her on AEW programming. So I, I disagree a little bit. I think AEW has done a good job with some of its talent but they have a majority of them were made on the independent scene i mean wwe took kevin owens took finn took aj i mean aj was everywhere sam yeah sammy's kind of a different character than he was in the independent scene kevin really isn't aj isn't finn isn't besides a little bit of an inclination here or there but i mean why if it's not broken don't fix it and aw's mo is the best wrestling professional wrestling on the planet that's why guys like danielson and everybody else excel there yeah will osprey bruv yeah um you know it's just it's not it's not wwe some of these guys and girls have WWE written all over it. mjf's a shoe-in for WWE if he wants yep. to go there yeah. starks there's a lot of guys and girls jade cargill is going to be a big star in wwe because they will hide her faults and accentuate her positives
0: I hope so. And going back to the talent and what WWE does different from AEW, they did have a tryout or are about to have a tryout at the Performance Center. And a lot of independent talent were making their way to the Performance Center this week. And it's good to see. I said this today on the video that I uploaded on my channel. I said, I'm glad that WWE is now moving away from that whole NIL thing. They're not really moving away from it, but they're kind of not really focusing only on that. And they're going to the indies to fill the gaps in the Performance Center and get talent from the indies to put on NXT, which I, I think is a great move, and I don't know why they ever went away with that because the NIL, the NIL program is going to be a great program, but it's not going to be a return on investment as quick as WWE wants it to be.
1: No, and, and like you said, all of those men and women, for the most part, are very, very green. Gr- granted, great yeah. athletes, Yeah. but the Kurt Angles and the Brock Lesnar's and the Ronda Rousey's of the world are very few and far in between. Yeah, so...
0: So this is uh, this is clearly a right move for WWE and Jay Cargill. Uh, not a surprising one, and uh, we'll see what happens with AEW. I, I know a lot of people are going to cry that this is a big loss, and uh, who knows? Maybe we see Mercedes tomorrow night at a Grand Slam. Maybe she comes on in for Wrestle Dream. I don't know. I think that's a a, a nice trade off. If you're looking at it from an outside perspective, looking in Jade goes there, Mercedes comes here, or maybe, maybe we're all wrong. And Mercedes ends up going back to WWE because of what they're doing with Jade and bringing women like Jade over there. I I don't know, but uh, I mean, that's a move I would uh, happily make if Jade's going to leave and we get Mercedes.
1: I, I think Mercedes is going to work for IAEW, but I, I do believe that Mercedes, Monet, um, Sasha Banks will be. WWE bound eventually. Yeah. Not not within the next six to twelve months, but I think she just like some others will use um whatever company, whether it's New Japan or EW, to continue to have her name out there. And yeah, Wrestle Dream works. Um I owe Tony Khan an apology. He really stepped up for uh Grand Slam. I still don't love Wrestle Dream, but Tony, you did good with Grand Slam. You gave me something I could stick my teeth into. So,
0: uh, Yeah, he, he did well with Grand Slam. I, I, I would say uh, or go out as far as uh, to say that Grand Slam has been built better than All Out and All In. Uh, Agreed. And, and, and Wrestle Dream, you know, w- we still have a couple of weeks, but I feel like that's being built pretty decently as well. So we know that when they apply themselves, they can build and book two shows within a week, a week and a half, two weeks of each other. So that's not the problem. It's the fact that, you know, they want to do something when they want to do it. And then when they don't want to do it, they won't do it. But as far as what they did for Grant Slander, are, are you completely satisfied with the card that we're getting uh, over last year's card? I mean, it's, it looks like a tremendous show tomorrow night.
1: Uh, so I like this year's Grand Slam because there's a lot. Again, I, I, pro wrestling is, and sports entertainment, you don't need with, when it's football or it's UFC, Right. Even UFC, for the most part, you need they need to have their shit talking back and forth. Those guys got to sell a pay-per-view. It's the number one versus the number two, or sometimes it's the champion versus, you know, the number four or whatever top contender. So that they, they kind of sell themselves. Joe Burrow taking on Patrick Mahomes sells itself for all you football fans with WWE or AEW professional wrestling, New Japan, whatever you need to sell me into watching your show, buying your pay-per-view or subscribing to your network or your streaming service for your premium live events, a la WWE. That's what professional wrestling is all about. The who, what, where, and why. And then I'll buy. Who, what, where, and why, and I'll buy. That's what it's all about. Or I'll invest my time. That's the one thing none of us can buy is time. So if you'd like me to invest my time into something, then give me something that I want to invest my time into. And I think AEW did that with Grand Slam. This year, last year, yes, but this year especially because there was some stuff on, like you said, all out and all in, that I was kind of like, okay, how the hell did we get here? Grand Slam really doesn't have any of that.
0: Kudos to them. No, they they don't. Everything seems to make sense. Uh, Everything is a part of a storyline. MJF will be defending the AEW World Championship. Apparently, injured. He was on uh, a lot of the New York City uh, morning talk shows, and he. Kind of mentioned that he was going into this match with Samoa Joe injured. The severity of the injury, we don't know yet. Uh, it could be MJF just playing up the fact that he did have a neck injury, kayfabe, on, on television. So we will see what happens there. But does MJF lose the AEW title to Samoa Joe, uh, Drew? Because Joe, the last time that he was on TV, vowed that he was going to take every single thing away from MJF that was near and dear to him. Do we see him take Triple B away from MJF tomorrow night?
1: No, not a chance. No. Could we see the Adam Cole heel turn? Possibly. Yeah. Could we see Roddy strong do something? Possibly. Could Roddy join MJF? Possibly. I don't know, but I will tell you what I will be doing. I'll be watching, which I haven't done live in a couple of weeks. I normally watch it, you know, at nine o'clock, my time, yeah. I get an hour fast forward through the commercials. And that's what I'm saying. This show makes me want to sit down and watch when it goes live. Appointment television, just like the Sopranos, Breaking Bad, all that stuff was for me. This is appointment television. AEW did a good job at Grand Slam.
0: Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. That's the other match uh, or one of the other matches on the show. They are wrestling to uh, basically get out whatever anger problems they have and then focus on the tag team championships. I'm looking forward to that. Eddie Kingston and Claudio, uh, they will be wrestling uh, for the Ring of Honor and New Japan Never open Openweight Championship. Eddie Kingston in New York, in his hometown, winning the Ring of Honor title. I mean, Eddie Kingston uh, winning that is going to be a great moment, and we all know Tony Khan is about moments. John Moxley and Ray Phoenix for the International Championship, and Soraya versus Tony Storm. Uh, maybe we see a surprise. I mean, Tony Khan's always full of surprises. Last year, we got Soraya. Who do we get this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. You know, um, Tony's kind of gotten this reputation for giving surprises and 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 giving the best, you know, possible uh, matches he possibly can. I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know who's out there. I think Mercedes would make the most logical sense here if she's going to be at WrestleDream. Dream. Uh, but I'll say this, you know, I have a question for you regarding Grand Slam for all the praise that me and you were giving it the card and everything else like that. Yep. Their pay-per-views which we have to pay, you know, 56 bucks for whatever it is and yeah, we could write them off, you could split them with your friends, absolutely. But This is a free show. Is this a problem for you? That there are free shows on television, which are trying to get a billion dollar deal. Has better builds than their pay-per-views. Is it kind of WCW-esque
0: at times? Uh, It is. And uh, I I do actually have, like I've always been a proponent of making the television shows worthwhile. I hate dead television. I really do. And, And Uh, I know Andrew Zarian, you know, shout out to Andrew. He's a great guy. I had many a drink with him. He's really awesome. Uh, He broke the news that uh, he feels- a great first name. uh, (laughs) He's a good dude. I've I've talked to him before. He's a good dude. Uh, He broke the news and he was pretty, you know, he's not going to put his reputation out there like that. He's like, I'm pretty confident I could say this, that AEW is moving to max. We're going to get 12 pay-per-views per year. And, you know, Drew, I was against that. I was very against that. I was like- fuck that, AEW doing the old NXT TakeOver model, four or five shows, major shows per year, making the television shows mean something, having special events and theme shows. I love that. Now I'm actually going, you know, back on my word, and I'm saying 12 pay-per-views for AEW is going to be a great thing because with what we've seen over the last four and a half years, Tony Khan doesn't know how to book weekly television consistently in 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 a strong manner anymore. It's always like, all right, we got all these months, all these weeks in between pay-per-views, and half of the fucking shows that we get until maybe three, four weeks before the actual pay-per-view, they're dead television. So if you do 12 pay-per-views per year, in my honest opinion, that's going to maybe hopefully have Tony Khan step up, not create so much dead television, and story's actually going to matter if he's going to have a pay-per-view once every month. So I'm, I'm or, actually looking forward to that.
1: Or, or the flip side, or quite possibly, does this hurt their product because we've seen a lot. Remember when WWE went to Peacock and everyone was like, man, this is basically raw on Peacock, this pay-per-view. Does that fall? Because when I got this email yeah. from Max saying yeah. live sports on us, $9.99 a month, you want it? I, my thought immediately went, "AW, no doubt about yeah. it. I mean, I'd heard the rumors. I had talked about the rumors, but now it's, it's official. That's where they're headed. They're headed to 12 months. Does this, because we gave WWE a lot of shit for it. Is this going to dilute their product? Is it going to hurt their product?
0: It's tough to tell right now. Uh, You know, is WWE's pay-per-view, you know, quality now the best it's been in many years? Yes. All you need to do is apply. All you need to do, the, the weekly television's weak. And it's always been weak. AEW knows how to book a pay-per-view. I, I, I haven't had one problem with any of their pay-per-views. I just wish there was more story going into the pay-per-views and I hope that this is going to lend Tony Khan to say, alright, I can't really do dream matches for the sake of doing dream matches because I want to get my rocks off backstage but I need story now. WWE, they, they I feel like they take the fans for granted. Tony Khan doesn't. Like, 9 oh, nine ninety nine. Yeah, we gotta go out of our way and book a fucking show for everybody's getting it for free, basically. Like, they don't give a shit. Like their weekly television could be mediocre, and they don't give a shit if they give mediocre pay per views because it's fucking four ninety nine or nine ninety nine, depending on which package you're paying for. I if, just it, was 65, if it was, was sixty five dollars. I hope that not wouldn't be the case. But you know, Tony Khan, I, he, he loves making fans happy. That's the one thing I can genuinely say. He wants to make everyone happy, and I don't think he's going to go that route.
1: I just want the Jericho commercials where it's nine ninety nine. That's all I want. I want him to make fun of what WWE did for so many years with the 999. I wouldn't put it Not past no.
0: Jericho to do it. Or Tony Khan to should. do
1: it. And I think he should. Um, I, again, I just hope it doesn't dilute their product. My other question is the boys and girls, they're going to be happy with losing all these, you know.
0: The pay-per-view uh, revenue, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You're a money man.
1: I'm a money man. I don't know. I mean, I think those boys and girls are being paid handsomely anyway. And Tony, to his credit, Tony Khan, is a very generous, caring owner. Yeah. From what I can tell. So I think he'll take care of them. I mean, isn't, I,
0: isn't this something where Warner Brothers uh, and Discovery, whatever, Warner Brothers Discovery, aren't they going to compensate AEW? If they're going to bundle all these shows onto mm-hmm. Max, they're yeah. obviously going to be paid for this in the, in the negotiations when they come down and, and make a deal. And then most of that, some of that money is going to go towards the locker room when they have to re-up contracts. No, so they're going to be back-ended on all this, no?
1: Yeah, and the other thing is is that, like, Tony Khan, yeah, I'm 100%, J.D., and Tony Khan can want to put out the best possible product he can. Wanting and doing are two different things, and all of a sudden you have a streaming partner. Things change a little bit. Not to mention it's hard. It's hard to write television. He, Tony is writing Dynamite, Collision, fucking Rampage, and now he's going to have to write monthly pay-per-views.
0: Don't get me started on Collision. Fucking Christ. Me they either. don't even feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. No. Nope. Nope. I mean, we got nope. fucking half, half of it. I didn't, did you, I think you maybe didn't watch. No. Half of it was Ring of Honor on Saturday. Like, what no, am I watching? I
1: I'm not watching Ring of Honor plus FTR. I'm not doing No, it. I'm not. And I love Danielson. I love Starks. But no, Punk is a, Punk was a draw for that, that show. And, and everything else was just gravy. Um, no.
0: And I'm sorry. No. I mean, this Saturday looks good. We got Andrade versus Jay White, and we got uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Danielson in a Texas death match. Where is that show? It's probably, probably somewhere in fucking Texas, for all we know. I don't know.
1: Uh, hopefully.
0: I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I do agree that it could divulge the pro- uh, di- dilute the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that um, the potential is there for that, but uh, I- I'm hoping that Tony Khan knows the mistakes that WWE made and, and hopefully does everything he can to stay away from... Having that happen to him. Um, They're as, in Grand Rapids, Michigan in a Texas death match. I mean, I mean, I mean, if there's it's been uh, done before, I mean, so yeah, I mean, Texas death matches, how many Texas death matches have they done this year alone? Battle Royals tournaments, fucking what else? I mean, give me a break with this shit already. It's like, I know you're old school, bro, but let's, let's take a rest. Yeah. I don't know. Throw. I would have had, I would have told rampage
1: to take penis and perish. And I would have yeah. thrown collision on this Arthur ass show. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Does it feel like AEW is an afterthought, man? I mean, uh, with how hot WWE is now, especially with this rock news and him being back, mm. and the potential of him being at WrestleMania, I mean, what, what does AEW realistically need to do to really stand out, to stand next to the juggernaut that is WWE right now? Because it seemingly looks like WWE is churning their wheels and they're just fucking growing more powerful and powerful as the weeks and months go on. So what does AEW gotta do here? Uh well I've said this a bunch of
1: times. Um WWE is calculated. Nick Khan, Vince McMahon, Paul Levesque um at the they're all calculated and the women that are there as well, all calculated men and women. I mean they are. And this punk news happens and then all of a sudden it's like do 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 let's play the John Cena card. Okay. Well that got some buzz. We're pri- let's play the The rock is going to be, let's play the rock card. Tony Khan doesn't have the rock and John Cena bullets in his gun. He doesn't. And rightfully so. But, and that's not a knock. It's just the facts. The facts of the matter is, is that WWE has a lot of bullets in their chamber that they could shoot when they choose to shoot them. Timing is fucking everything. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing that I will teach you on this show is that timing is everything, everything, both in life and in business. Okay. Mm Okay. WWE is pushing the right buttons at the right time.
0: Everything and is the, everything is done in a very calculated manner. Yeah, and, and it's been that it. way all year. Every announcement, you know, Fast being where the Indy Five Hundred is, and all these other other different announcements. That I mean, they didn't. I was I was told that they were going to make the announcement today about the Perth Australia show. That's coming imminently. Oh, that's uh, another sixty two thousand people. I mean. When that show is going to be, it's probably going to be in February, I'm assuming. Uh, I think maybe Elimination Chamber may be held there. I don't know. But, um, I mean, all their international announcements, everything's just done nicely and strategically and, like you said, timing. Like, they, they don't rush these announcements, They space them out very nicely.
1: When AEW signs Edge, and that's a big deal, when Adam Copeland goes over to AEW and he yeah. debuts and everything else like that, WWE will make another announcement. It'll yeah. probably be Rock, or not Rock. It'll probably be Roman and a taxi partner taking on Cena at Saudi. Yeah. That's that they'll pull that 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 bullet in their chamber there and they'll shoot it. Um, you know, announcing the Royal Rumble in Tampa Bay. Big deal. It's an easy drive for Cena. Yeah. Um, it there's a lot of things WWE is doing and if you don't think that they are taking into the equation that AEW is competition they are big time.
0: Yeah. Shifting gears to Monday Night Raw here, man. I know you said uh, there was something that you picked up on Monday Night Raw with the Judgment Day. I, I thought Monday Night Raw was a great show. I wasn't sure what show I was watching because it felt very, uh, very pro-wrestling forward, very storyline-driven. I, I didn't really believe the words that were coming out of my mouth. I'm like, like, who is this person? I mean, am I, am I even myself? Monday Night Raw was a, was a great wrestling show. Like, we have story on this show. Friday, we're not getting really anything. It just feels so convoluted. But Monday, we got Jey Uso and the mistrust of the locker room. The Drew McIntyre heel turn. We got Cody and uh, his, uh, you know, his doing bringing Jey Uso over there. Can Kevin Owens trust Cody and Sammy? Chad Gable officially chasing Gunther now. But Bronson Reed and Ciampa are stepping up. You got Kofi and Ivar having a great fucking wrestling match. I don't know where that came from. I I mean, there's a lot going on on Monday Night Raw that, uh, what about it, your boy Champa? I love Ciampa, greatest NXT I, champion of all time. And who did he beat? Who did he beat? He beat uh, no, he lost. He lost uh, to Bronson Reed. He got uh tsunami. No, 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 no.
1: Didn't well, hold up a second. We watching the same show. Yeah. I'm losing my mind here. Yeah. Who
0: beat Vinci? Uh, who beat Vin- was it? Vinci? Who, who did Bronson Reed squash? No, no, no. Bronson. What? I'm sorry, you're you're correct. Bronson Reed beat Chad Gable. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. squashed Chad Gable, and Shampa beat Vinci. Yes. Yeah. You're correct. And I
1: mean, listen. Yeah. I know me and, me and Giovanni Vinci look a lot alike. I mean, he's he's more jacked than I am. I, I mean,
0: mean, a little bit. I'm a little bit more handsome. I listen. A, I mean, I'm not afraid. Ha- Giovanni Vinci's a handsome looking guy. He see, is.
1: there you go. All the beautiful.
0: Um, I will say this. I mean, to me.
1: Raw is going to be the closest thing to a, like you've said, a professional wrestling show with sports entertainment, Gaga thrown into it. Smackdown's going to be your, where you, you're like, I can't take any more of this crap until yeah. Roman comes back. Yeah. That, I, I think that, I think there is full control to a certain extent. So I just can't say full by um, pro wrestling people on raw. And I think the entertainment people are all over on SmackDown quote Vince McMahon.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't. we don't even know if SmackDown's going to be on Fox next year, so uh, they better get whatever they get out of them right now. Um, yeah. But on Raw, we got Drew McIntyre's potential heel turn looming. I, I think that's great. I love the ending with him not saving Jay Uso. Cody running right by him, and... Judgment Day was ready to fight Drew McIntyre, but he says, fuck this shit. I know he's got a problem with Cody bringing Jay Uso over here. Do we see Drew McIntyre eventually lay out Cody with a Claymore, and that's the next big program for Cody on Monday Night Raw? Yeah, possibly. I think that's what they do. And, you know, when we had
1: this debate, I want to say it was three episodes ago, four episodes ago, I will say I'm a man. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's tough. It's tough to say that. You said that Cody Rhodes was going to SmackDown, and I think the signs are more than obvious
0: now. I think that's well, what makes you think
1: that now? What happened last night that
0: you made that you're making that comment?
1: Well, Cody comes in and saves Jay, yeah, right? And Cody is the only person who has Jay's back right now, besides Sammy, yeah, okay. And it was Cody's idea, everything else like that. They're really now Cody is involved, he's got Jay's back what's going to happen is Cody is going to be the catalyst to get everybody on the same page with Jay. And then all of a sudden they're going to yank Cody out of the picture in November or whatever. And they're going to send him to SmackDown because that's what the trade is. Yeah. And it's going to be like, well, your boy's gone now. So I don't know if we trust you anymore. And that that, the storylines WWE is doing right now gets, gets my creative juices flowing, which is hasn't been the case for years, truthfully. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it has. And I think, they're very much leaning into this, that Cody is going to be the guy to SmackDown. It also very much lends its hands to Cody and Roman at WrestleMania 40. They could set that up easily. And everything that Cody built bringing Jay or Jay over and, you know, Sammy having his back and then Cody convincing everybody. And then he convinced KO and all this other stuff. And then you watch Cody's going to be shipped to SmackDown.
0: Well, well, some people in my chat were complaining that it's very similar to what they did with Sammy in the Bloodline, building to WrestleMania, now it's just reversed. Now Jay Uso is the one trying to find acceptance when Sammy was trying to find acceptance with the with the Bloodline. I mean, is it too mm. similar for you, or is no. it uh, hitting uh, different wavelengths for you? No, I think it's different because
1: Jimmy and Jay were such intricate and like. They were important parts of the bloodline. They were, you know, it would. You don't have the bloodline without Jimmy and Jay. They're both split now, and Jay's on Raw, and Jay, you know, was going after the world championship. Sammy Zayn got that match at the at Elimination Chamber because Roman turned on him, and then he turned on, you know, the bloodline. So no, I don't think this is similar at all. I think Jay has all the momentum where Sammy was kind of getting a career revitalization with the blue or with the bloodline. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's to me, it's not similar. Do
0: we I mean, see- I could see the, the correlations. Do we see Kevin Owens turn heel and split from Sammy because of this? Potentially.
1: Maybe, maybe the interesting part of this whole thing is the Kevin Owens, Sammy dynamic. Yeah. And what happens with Cody? If Cody stays on raw past November and they ship somebody to Smackdown, man, I, then I'm a little concerned. And again, I want to say this with all due respect. We have no idea what Cody's program was coming after SummerSlam. Do I think they fumbled? Yeah. Do I think they don't know what to do? Yeah, possibly. Maybe it was Wyndham. God rest his soul.
0: Maybe. I mean, it's actually starting to look like that.
1: Yeah, so maybe they just are trying to figure it out, yeah. you know? And uh, that would have been special. It really would have. Yeah. So maybe, you know, he gets rid of the Beast, and now he's got to deal with the Fiend. Um, and you know, it's unfortunate. Like I said, God rest his soul. Um, But, yeah, I think they need to figure out what they're doing with Cody, and hopefully they figure it out quick. Drew McIntyre works for me, though.
0: Yeah, I think Drew McIntyre works for me as well. I'm actually looking forward to that. The little... It's not even a lot. He just switched up an attitude adjustment there, and, and McIntyre has automatically become a lot more intriguing than he was uh, three or four weeks ago when he was dancing around with the New Day. Uh, I think that's great. I'm looking forward to that, and I think that's going to work well for Cody. If he if he does stay on Raw, I do think that he's the guy that's going to be shipped over to SmackDown, and he's the only guy that makes sense. Anybody else that gets traded for Jay Uso from Raw, it's not going to make any sense. It's got to be of equal or greater value there, and Cody's the only name. Um, the judgment, yeah, the the judgment day, what did you find last night that I might've missed with the judgment day? Because I'm very curious about what's going on here. It's not just last night. And I, I want to say this in the chat. I see some
1: people talking about 1.3, 1.3. Yeah. But first of all, correct. Second of all, there was a doubleheader on Monday night football. I mean, WWE is going, raw is going to be dominated at times by Monday night football. The NFL is a juggernaut. Don't worry about the ratings. Worry about what they're putting out. That's it. That's it. Just worry about it. The product is watchable and enjoyable to you. Cool. Wrestling's an escape from reality, folks. That's all it is. Um, With some of the best athletes in the world. The Judgment Day was not just last week. This goes back week, weeks, uh, maybe even a month. But I will say this. JD McDonough presented. I don't want anybody else, any of you sons of bitches, stealing this. But I'm going to say. JD McDonough presented presented Damian priest oh. with that new money in the bank contract see right? where go or that, with this that briefcase yep okay they have constantly shown that green briefcase that's no longer valid quote unquote in the locker rooms in judgment days backstage stuff i'm telling you right now priest is going to go cash in one of these days and that contract ain't going to be in that purple briefcase it's going to be sitting in the green one
0: that's an interesting concept there. Now, why would he do Why would JD McDonough do that when he's trying to win brownie points to join, to because, join the judgment day? Because Finn and JD are out the whole tag team championship
1: reign, everything else like that. There's a story within a story. And, and, finn and everybody else wanted finn and jd wanted out it didn't happen now they have they've, they've weaseled their way to get the contract out of damian priest which was standing in the way jd had talked about this if you go back jd had talked about it now all of a sudden he's buddy buddy he's trying to weasel his way into the judgment day they got the tag team titles watch i'm telling you it's coming there damian priest is going to go cash in that contract one of these days and he's not going to win or he gets the three count op- and they open the briefcase. The rest opens the briefcase or maybe before. I don't know how we get here, but they're going to open that briefcase and the contract's not going to be in there. And Finn and JD McDonough are going to be standing at the top of the briefcase or at the top of the ramp like this with the green briefcase. I'm
0: telling you, that's what's going to happen. All right, because- uh, Everybody in the chat, bookmark it 118-119 on episode 14, where this guy says that uh, we got a troll job with the briefcase coming.
1: A hundred percent, because here's the deal. Priest in stock is at an all time high. The judgment day stock is at an all time high and he can't, he can ill afford to lose that cash in because then it just sinks. He gets screwed by his buddy. And then you get priest and Finn in a singles match at a major
0: pay-per-view. Maybe the rumble. Hey, listen, I like it. I mean, uh, they're going to need, they're going to need to do something at WrestleMania priest versus Balor at WrestleMania. Is that where they're going with that? I don't know. And I know that like the convoluted way that you can't steal someone's contract,
1: blah, 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 blah. I don't know if priest, like, I don't know how that works. Nine, possession is nine tenths
0: of the law. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know. Yeah, that's, uh, they got to figure that one out. But uh, yes, Monday Night Raw has a lot going for it right now. Um, yesterday was a very good show. Uh, probably the best show that I've seen. One of the best shows I've seen all summer from them. Uh, which yeah. is not really saying much. SmackDown, on the other hand, not really much going on there. Rock was the big story. We talked about that already. LA Knight beat The Miz. And- can, we, can we
1: say something, though, about yeah. what transpired on uh, Friday Night SmackDown live from Denver, Colorado?
0: Yeah.
1: Austin Theory, and I, you might have touched on that.
0: I, I talked about it. He was fucking great in that segment. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But in a two-year span,
0: yeah, I has worked
1: that. with The Rock, Stone Cold Steve
0: Austin, and Vince McMahon and John Cena and John Cena They're not doing that for anybody, bro. They're not oh, putting they're not putting anybody in that spot. They're putting who they think is the fucking f- that basically that was WWE's endorsement to the fans. Hey, uh this guy, you don't like him? Tough shit, get used to him. And that's the thing, like he's 25, he's not
1: 35. So they are yep. investing a lot of time, effort and energy into this man. And just wait, I'm telling you, they don't do that with just everybody. The Rock is very Friggin' selective on who he works with. So is Steve. Uh, They have, they have big plans for this kid.
0: And Chad Gable, the chase for the IC title officially is now underway. He is uh, behind the eight ball here. He lost to Bronson Reed and now Gunther looks like he has Bronson Reed and some champa aiming at his championship. I think that's a nice one, two combination to keep Gunther busy drew. I don't know when we get the Gable Gunther match, but I did pose this on my live stream on Monday, if we're thinking Shad Gable's the guy and we're going to do Gable and Gunther, I think Survivor Series in Chicago with a bunch of rabid Chicagoans over there uh, and Shad Gable winning the title in that building in front of that crowd at the Survivor Series, and then you just, you know, tag it with who who will survive, and then you do the 30-minute and 60-minute, however long you want it to be, Iron Man match there, who will survive? Can Shad Gable survive Gunther for 30 minutes, 60 minutes, however long it's going to be? I think that would be a great... Um, build and a great event to do it. I know some people were like, yeah, let's do it at the Royal Rumble. I know a couple of other podcasters were like, yeah, let's do Gable and Gunther at the Royal Rumble. Have Gable win the title in the opening match. And then have Gunther win the Royal Rumble. That's so it kind of off sense. It's too long. Yeah. And I know I just gave like a convoluted thing with
1: McDonough, Finn yeah. and Bow Bal- or, um and priest, but that whole thing, like you don't need to do that all in one shot. We don't need Gunther to lose at the Rumble and then win the Rumble.
0: Yeah. So that's, uh, I, I think that's a, a great spot there. I think we do it this year. And then Gunther does move on to win the Royal Rumble because that's who I'm going to win the uh, Royal Rumble in 2024. What, what else you got uh, over there, man? Anything else you want to talk about or uh, run through here before we get to the Super Chats?
1: Yeah, I, I want to talk about a couple things. Um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, but Eric Bischoff uh, said on 83 Weeks, I believe, that it just made more sense for Edge to head to AEW. And we've kind of really touched on this uh, a couple times, but... I think now more than ever, if Punk was still with AEW, I think there's a slight chance maybe they, they don't get, you know, they, they, they don't get the deal done. But I, I love Edge, love Adam Copeland, great human being. Him going back to WWE without winning that World Heavyweight Championship, I mean, I don't know what he does there and what else he has left to accomplish. I think the send-off was perfect for him. I think he's tailor fitted for AEW. Do you think that now more than ever, uh, Edge is headed to AEW?
0: Uh, I do. Uh, I hope that he does. I think there's just more for him, uh, not only for him to dive into, but the fans, uh, they have more to be excited about with him over there. Uh, I'm with you. If he's not wrestling for the world championship, which is legitimately the only thing left, he has to do. I don't know why he would go to WWE. Roman's not losing the championship, uh, anytime soon before WrestleMania. And if he does lose it, he's losing it to Cody, unless he gets in a feud with Cody and wins the championship from Cody. I don't see that happening. Uh, there's nothing for him to do there. I mean, his best friend is over in AEW and FTR is over in AEW. There's a lot to be done there. And, you know, I I do think that with Tony Khan losing CM Punk, I think Edge to go along with the veteran presence of Brian Danielson on Saturday night, and then maybe you bring in Mercedes. I think we're talking about a nice nucleus of talent on a Saturday night to uh, really get the fans excited about collision again after Punk was terminated. So I do think it's best for him. Yeah.
1: Um, Who do you think wins that trade? Let's just say Punk goes to WWE and Edge goes to AEW. Who wins that trade?
0: I don't know, man. Uh, I may have to look at my wallet to uh, determine that. I think it may be Punk going to WWE, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Bischoff, man, I'm surprised he said that. He's always anti-AEW.
1: Well, I think he understands that the business at hand there would be. I mean, Edge is kind of, I mean, they need it, and it's kind yeah. of tailor-fitted, truthfully. It really is. Um, I don't know. Did you touch on the Tegan Knox? I did not. Becky Lynch. I okay. did not. So, uh, well, there's two things here. Let's talk about Tegan Knox. Fightful Selectors reporting that NXT Women's Champion Becky Lynch open challenge was set to be answered by Tegan Knox. I can confirm this. Yeah, that is actually correct. Um, Lynch reportedly lobbied for Knox to get the spot, and Knox's appearance was in the script for most of the day. However, ten minutes before do- doors opened in Saint, or excuse me, Salt Lake City, Utah, Knox was pulled and replaced by
0: Natalia. No specific reason was given. I can tell you the reason. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon made the change. That's why. Uh, Mm -hmm. Why would you take Tegan Knox out of that spot if she was already penciled in for that spot to only go and do Natalia? I mean, I'm glad that they played it into Becky's promo. She said, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted somebody young and youthful out here to give an opportunity to, not someone that's been here for 15 years and had several opportunities of her own. So I'm glad they played it into the uh, promo that Becky Lynch cut. But, I mean, I I see that as a Vince McMahon uh, subtle change. I'm not going to really... Dwell on the changes that he made because it was a great show last night. But you know, well, I, I slipped, could see that. They flipped Natalia with Tegan Knox, and Tegan Knox took on
1: Zia Lee, and Natalia took on Becky Lynch. That was the Natalia was supposed to take on Zia Lee
0: on main event. I don't know. I mean, you want to know what's wrong with the women's division, there you go. Tegan Knox should be on TV or, or be or at least be given an opportunity to get herself over. I mean, they haven't done anything with her. Well, Zia Lee wrestled the first match I think she's had all year on main event. I, mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on there, but you know, you want to talk about the women's division. Look how many women, the WWE aren't using and aren't investing. in. why are they wasting their money? Yeah,
1: uh, I agree. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of the details that went into the meeting in Stanford today. I don't think JD has touched nah, on this. I was, you? I
0: was, uh, was going to save that for a video tomorrow. We could talk about
1: it now. All right, well, I'll go a little bit so you can, you can do that tomorrow, but Vince McMahon, Triple H, Nick Khan, and Ari Emanuel of the staff meeting today in Stanford. Uh, Vince referred to Ari as his boss. Ari
0: mentioned that his daughter, really?
1: Ashley. Yeah.
0: He re- he referred to Ari Emanuel as his boss? That's the notes that I got today. Jesus yes. Christ. I mean, the yes. fucking world is ending. Holy
1: shit. Uh, Ari mentioned that his daughter, Ashley, is working for
0: WWE as a creative assistant,
1: I, I believe. Oh, God,
0: there you go. I mean, uh, he's not going to have a say, but his daughter's working for the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince McMahon said that the company
1: had plateaued. This part I did not get, (laughs) but this part is being reported, I believe by Fightful. Vince McMahon said that the company had plateaued and stagnated and the merger needed to happen to take the company to the next level. This gained a lot of eye rolls and reactions within the company. Are you fucking kidding me? This comment led many to reaffirm that their beliefs that Vince McMahon did this deal so that he could return to WWE, which we've stated for a while.
0: Oh, man, I love being right, man. I love being right. When are you guys going to listen to me, man? Seriously. Seriously. What I say since what November, December, January, never about a sale of the company ever, bro. No, and it never it never was, bro. uh, Stagnated. I mean, Vince's ego is so big that he believes the company was stagnating while he quote unquote wasn't there, and he had to hide in the shadows. Meanwhile, their merch sales are through the roof. Their live event mm-hmm. attendance is through the roof. They just had the greatest WrestleMania in the last decade with the most mo- with the most lucrative WrestleMania they've ever done. Uh, ratings on SmackDown have been up for the most part. I mean, they're trending 2 3, 2 4 on a good week, 2 5 2 6. Meanwhile, well, Vince when, is touting
1: the merger for all
0: of me- us. Just- meanwhile, 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 SmackDown, when Vince was in charge solely with Bruce, the show was doing 1718 on Friday night. Nothing was going on. You go look at the ratings for Triple H's Monday Night Raw after he officially was announced as uh, head of creative. Raw was in the twos. Mm -hmm. Raw couldn't get out of a one five one six on a regular week in the fucking summertime. Now, Vince is saying that they're stagnating and and it's all because of the merger that things are up. Bro, I couldn't fucking tell you how much I hate this man with all my fucking soul, bro. It's not enough. I, I can't stand him. I mean, he's a fucking bullshit artist, and he's a liar, and I don't know how Triple H puts up with this shit. I really don't. And now we know why Stephanie left, because this is bullshit. There were a lot of talks of the cuts and said it was unfortunate, but it
1: had to happen. No shit. Yeah, it's, un-
0: it's unfortunate while he's lining his fucking pockets with how many billions, and, 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 oh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but it had to happen. He let 100 people go.
1: Sure. Yeah, the thing, the thing I'll say about this is that a lot of those men and women, I would say 99.9% of them, have never stepped foot on your television screen. I put this tweet out. Yeah. So whether you like the way the company's going or not, or your ideas for why this is happening or not are fucking irrelevant because truthfully these men and women lost their jobs and they have families to feed and lives to, to take care of in an economy that is more expensive than anything that any of us have ever seen. And it's basically like the silent depression. Um, But I will say this. um, I did receive a text message saying that this would have never happened under Steph. So this meeting no, the massive layoffs. What was Stephanie McMahon going to do? I, a lot of her team was completely destroyed by this. Like they were just gutted one by one by one before the merger even happened. But it just, it, they just, a lot of people liked working with Steph.
0: So well, I know that, but I mean, what, what power did Stephanie McMahon have that she, she was going to stop now. her father? I mean, even then, what was she right. going to do to stop her father? I mean, well,
1: yeah. And that's the thing. It's kind of unfortunate because it seemed like when Triple H and Steph and everybody else had some, some say in this company, um, which
0: I, the company is still, you know, generating billions, but it seemed like it was a happier place to be. I mean, is Vince ever going to give triple H any credit for the things that he's done? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to sit here and, and just place the success on a lot of things on triple H, but I mean, just look at what he's done creatively. I mean, Gunther and the IC title run, that wouldn't be happening under Vince McMahon. I mean, Gunther wouldn't have even—he wouldn't have even sniffed the record of being broken if Vince was there. L.A. Knight would still be in a fucking uh, swimsuit with the maximum male models. We, we got Imperium back together on television. That would have never happened no. under Vince McMahon. Chad Gable and his singles run, that would have never happened. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, although he's not on TV, would have never been brought back. Bray Wyatt would have never been brought back. Um, God rest his soul— and and countless other things. Cody and Seth Rollins and Nakamura's heel turn and anything else that you deem, you know, Judgment Day, the current rendition of the Judgment Day wouldn't be where it is today. You wouldn't be looking at J.D. McDonough teasing Judgment Day, Damian Priest and his rise and Balor and his rise, Rhea Ripley's rise. None of this would have happened if Vince was there. So I'm failing to see how the product is stagnating. It's not perfect on TV, but a lot of the things that we call great on television now, Drew, wouldn't be a thing right now if Vince was completely in charge.
1: Well, here's the deal. What is he supposed to say? I mean, why'd the merger happen, Vince? Why? Well, we felt that the company needed to go a different. It's a very corporate answer. And the, uh-uh. the, truth, the truth of the matter is, yeah, is the, merger hap- the merger happened
0: because Vince McMahon wanted to get back to his baby. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, uh, either that or anybody else that was interested in buying the company didn't want him there, and he sold it to the one person who did want him there, and Ari Emanuel. Right. So that's why, that's why they sold to Endeavor. never. We're not and stupid. Ari,
1: Yeah, Ari did praise Vince in this meeting, said that he had turned to Vince McMahon for a lot of advice throughout the years and is happy to be working with him. Something positive that came out today that I can confirm
0: is yeah. your boy, Randy Keith Orton, is back at the Performance Center. That's good news. Whatever brand Randy Orton goes to, it needs to be a brand that Cody Rhodes calls home. Yep. I need to see Cody versus Randy. That's great television awaiting us on television right there. That's it for me, buddy. All right, man. Super Chats. You guys ready for the Super Chats? We appreciate you joining us. 1,900 here tonight on a Tuesday night, man. love to see it. You know, uh, two months ago, we were looking at maybe 1,100, 1,200. Now we're at 1,900.
1: And last week we were doing twenty five hundred live. Oh, that's uh,
0: that's CM Punk. That's the drawing power of CM Punk.
1: Well, you know what? I'll take two thousand weekly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Follow us on social media at Andrew Baydala on Twitter at JD from NY two oh six on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button down below and turn on the bell for notifications. Thank you for joining us on Tuesday night. We got Jefferson MJB with a new membership. Thank you, Mustaf. With a new membership. Thank you, Mustaf. What are you guys drinking tonight? And thank you for joining the channel memberships. Lauren. She says, Orton is at the PC. How are you feeling, JD? I feel very good today. Thank you, Lauren. I feel good. feel good. Went to the doctor. I had a ear infection. All good to go. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's all right. Isaac Metalhead with a 499. Do you guys think, in hindsight, a senior heel turn would have worked between 2012 and 2017? Uh... Bro, I... I don't know why I feel like we're talking to like Jim Ross this. on Livewire.
1: God bless his heart. I mean, I, I get the question, but I mean, like,
0: I, we're done with it. Why yes. are we looking back and not looking forward? Like, come on. Don't look in your rearview mirror. Look what's in front of you. Yeah. Uh, something that a lot of people, including myself, were begging for. Yes. Yes. And John Cena is nearing the end of his career, so there's no sense in talking about it, man. Uh, Lord J. Coy with a $2 Super Chat. Becky Lynch sounding like Dr. Seuss. I saw the promo and... Uh, I can't believe they actually had her go out there and do that. I don't know if that was scripted or not, but somebody needs needs to be fired.
1: You know what that is? I'm going to pretend this is a...
0: Hey, Sean.
1: Yeah, what's going on? (laughs) Make her say something stupid, (laughs) would you? She fucking buried me on TV. All right, I got you. I got you, Paul. Yeah, that's what I think it
0: was. Mad Juju TV with a new membership. Thank you, brother. Uh, Lauren with a $2 Super Chat. Drew, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Phil with an I-99. What's up, JD and Drew? I'm currently at work right now, but I'll be at Arthur Ashe Stadium for Grand Slam. I'll be listening to this during my drive. Hope y'all are having a great night. Stay safe. Thank you, Phil.
1: If you listen to this tomorrow on your drive to Arthur Ashe, have fun, enjoy it. Make sure you leave a little bit before the end of uh, Rampage because that place is a nightmare to get out of.
0: Is it really? I've never been to a Grand Slam show.
1: Arthur Ashe is a nightmare to leave if you're by car or by train. You bet. I, the show will be fantastic. I'm all for it. Enjoy yourself, but make sure you give yourself a little. I mean, realistically, let's just we could say this off the record. Nobody gives a shit about Rampage, okay?
0: No, so, no, yeah, you ride. could leave. Yeah, if I was there, I would definitely leave during Rampage for sure. Right. Um, Mister Premium, 2002. I forgot to read your super chat last night, so we're reading it tonight. Man, I actually enjoyed most of Raw tonight. I was the guy in the red polo front row. SmackDown will be back here in February. They made me want to come back. Let's see what the future holds. It was a great show, man. You picked a good night to go to Raw for sure. Yeah. Um, Who do we got here? 21 with a $100 super chat. Hey, JD and Drew, I'm a big football fan, and there are rumors of WWE trying to get Cristiano Ronaldo to appear at oh yeah. Crown Jewel. Is this true? I, I seen this going around on social media. I wasn't sure if it was an AI or not. No, uh,
1: it'll probably happen. Um, I think Ronaldo signed with a Saudi team, so I do believe um, there'll be some sort of collaboration. Who knows? Maybe he does an opening for them or something, or maybe he's in the front row. I don't
0: know. Ring announcing, maybe? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. 20-minute promo with seven months. Thank you, brother. I love the dynamic you two bring to the table. Excellent stuff as always. Thanks for making my night shifts a lot more tolerable. Cheers, boys. To the fucking moon. That's where Amen. we're headed. Where is he, by the way? Holy shit. Can we get him on ooh. roll? Who? Uh Cameron Grimes. To the moon. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Olaf the snowman. Five, five dollar super chat. Do you think the rock appearance was just a one-off because he was in Denver? No. Rock will be back, uh he's gonna be at WrestleMania. Mark my words.
1: You know what the Rock did? He just shipped away at hey oh ooh, ooh. yeah. Rock?
0: See what he did? Pony
1: up playboys. What
0: were the numbers that he did on social media and on YouTube, bro? What was it? Record breaking numbers they did? I was insane. It was like one I was 103 million or something like that. Here, I'll give you guys.
1: I gotta I'll leave the chat room here for a second and I will tell you exactly what numbers the Rock did on YouTube for WWE. For just people watching is shit. (laughs) 1.1 done 4.8 million views so combine them all it's like 7 million views in 4 days that's crazy Yeah,
0: that's ridiculous yeah nuts Olaf thank you brother Michelle with a $5 super chat Rock Roman may not happen if the strike ends by January Rock will probably have projects to finish is it booking or ticket prices driving AEW fans away that's a very good question Ticket prices, I know, are outlandish, man. I don't know what the fuck they're doing pricing their uh, tickets the way they are.
1: Well, some of those buildings are expensive to get into, man. Arthur Ashe is not cheap. Um, well,
0: mine is Arthur Ashe. I think you and I talked about this last week. They need to start running smaller venues.
1: You know what? I agree with you. WWE in the in the 90s, 96, 97, Jill um, Austin's meteoric rise, they were running smaller buildings. I think AEW should do that. And they do for the most part. I think these bigger buildings, to make them feel like they're the big leagues doesn't really need to happen i would worry about your revenue your return on investment um and they would know their books better than i would but man when i see 450 dollars for a tv taping ringside seat or
0: six hundred and sixty six dollars i'm not paying that shit now imagine taking the whole family to that shit You're fucking oh. two thousand dollars in the hole before you walking walk in the door all right that's pay. i
1: mean you know people got to pay mortgages yeah <laughs> What? <laughs>
0: now we're going to see Sammy Guevara wrestle. I mean,
1: we all make, I mean, <laughs> listen, J.D. makes good money. I make good money, too. But I mean, to sit back and spend $3,000 on ringside seats to take the kit. Get out of
0: here. Come on, man. Watch it at home. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Michelle. It was a very good question. Miles Marable with a 499. If you had a book, see on Punk, The Rock, and John Cena, WrestleMania 40, who would they each go up against and who wins? OTS for life. I think we kind of talked see. about this, man. Rock Roman. Hold on. Punk, Cena, Rock, and who is the fourth? Uh, CM Punk, Rock, and John Cena at WrestleMania 40. All right, go ahead. Rock, Roman. And then we do uh, Rock, uh, Roman, uh, Night 1. Roman, Cody, Night 2. John Cena. That's going to be a tough one, but I- I'm going to go with what you said a couple weeks ago. I think we do. if, if your assessment is correct, then they want to fucking just absolutely blow everybody away with returns and make this the bigger, re- biggest WrestleMania of all time. If Punk is back... And they're bringing in Austin. I think we do Austin and CM Punk.
1: I have Punk Austin, Rock Roman. And if you can I mean, if we could get... The Cena thing's interesting because I could tell you this. Cody wants Cena so bad. He wants to wrestle him so bad. And I think if maybe you could have Cena versus Cody... For like a number one contendership of the of roman's championship like it's almost like night one and then you get to night two yeah i don't know but uh if cena wants to take on somebody i mean maybe solo
0: i could see that solo grace yeah. waller maybe. yeah yeah i don't know good question uh miles Punk thank you austin
1: has to happen
0: yeah if Funk is there absolutely thank you miles uh, beyond the script with a $1.99 and a 9 99 What's up, JD and Andrew? Nearing 2,300 subs soon. Congrats, bro. Uh, I do well with shorts, but can't get anyone to care about my live streams and memberships. Any advice? Tried everything YouTube suggested. Love you and OTS. Um, shorts are good in the short term, and I do think that shorts should lead to more interest to watch the other content that you have on the channel. Uh, but the thing is, with your live streams, man... Um, they just need to be, quality-wise, up uh, to compete with everybody else in the community. I mean, that's just the, the the name of the game. And the memberships, you can't really force memberships on anybody. You got to offer something substantial, whether it's early content, some emotes, some cool shit in the chat. Uh, I don't know. You know, it, it's very difficult to do live streams and, and just do the live streams in general. So, I'll see, bought- I, I'll see if I can hit you up in the DMs, man. I, know I saw your DMs. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you people need
1: to have a reason to turn into your live streams the shorts ever anybody can truthfully do yeah. and get some decent viewers because people's attention span is minute which means very small what you can do is turn those shorts into something where it's like a platform and a promotional tactic at the end to get people to turn into your live streams yeah that's something you should try as well but i agree with jd you gotta give people a reason to tune in jd's been doing this for how many years i've been all over social media for how many years i've done shows with the bar i've done shows with david hero all this other stuff it takes time to build people's uh, want and desire to see you on their television
0: screen. Absolutely. Uh, beyond the script, thank you, brother. Uh, also, he says, but J.D., we are the general manager, Triple H, LOL. Uh, let's go, Brandon, with a 199 Super Chat. Roman wins as a heel. That makes zero narrative sense. Roman Reigns is a heel against who? The Rock? The Rock, that's, I guess. It's
1: perfect man. But I will say, that's why The Rock doesn't want to do business with pencil down rock see
0: you later yeah beyond the script of the 199J should totally start NXT to learn the WWE way uh, I mean she's she's been on television but WWE and AW television are two completely different beasts uh, a thun with a $5 super chat if they tease a mystery partner for war games and cult of personality starts playing that venue can say goodbye to its roof punk would get a pop of course he would Chicago
1: I'm thinking about, and I want nothing to do with the day after Thanksgiving. But if the rumors continue, I might call up one of my buddies and we'll make the drive. Maybe. I, that would be the day that I never saw coming was Punk back in WWE.
0: Will Chisholm with a $5 Super I'm cool with Jade and I hope she gets better, but I'm more excited for Kyrie Sane to come on in. I mean, I'm excited about Kyrie too. Just keep her away from Nia. Justin Phoenix with a $5 Super Jack. Can we get a. World emoji in the chat for Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. Windham. Gone but not forgotten. Much love, J.D., Drew, Jesse, and chat. You are all great people. Thank you, Justin. appreciate that. Uh, Bradley with a 199. Max got a sports tier, but no AEW. What gives? Patience, Bradley. Tony Khan's not ready to announce that yet. Yeah, just it's coming. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Fujin's Henry with the 17 months thank you brother dropping in to show some love I appreciate you as always man Phantom with a 50 in Canadian been a rough week at work got a couple of days off to recharge cheers JD and Andrew thank you brother Hollywood guy with a $2 super chat isn't Vince McMahon in the weeds no he was never in the weeds he was always the fucking uh, uh who is Tim Tim the Tool Man's tailor man uh, what was the his guy? Name? Yeah. Wilson. About the guy yeah Wilson. Wilson? Wilson he was yeah. always Wilson looking over the fucking fence bro that's him so Ste- I, I, the video is circulating now. Randy
1: Orton at the performance
0: Center. So. Okay, good. I miss him. Stephen Bro with a nine nine nine. Hey guys, with AW gonna max. Will themed dynamite shows be like, or, or themed dynamite shows like Blood and Guts, Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen, and Grand Slam become names for additional pay per views? Well, yes. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about those other ones, but Blood and Guts, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I would assume.
0: Um, Winter is coming. Winter, oh, Winter is coming. Tough. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, probably.
0: Uh, Mick Swagger with a 24 months. Finally got that gold status. JD and top Bay Dalla on TNT is a great show. You really for making sure. a top dollar reference to Drew over here? Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, <laughs> I got a lot of respect for
1: Mr. <laughs> Francis because playing football in the NFL is hard.
0: Keep doing y'all thing on OTS. Thank you, brother. Uh, Laura Marie Hutton, $2 super chat times three. Uh, Orton also has unfinished business with the Bloodline. Yes, he does. Cena versus Cody would be epic. I don't know if it would be uh, fit for WrestleMania this year, but we'll see what happens. And then uh, she says, OTS is my favorite wrestling podcast. Thank you, Lauren. How about the way to keep Cody and
1: Cena both out of the Royal Rumble this year is have them face each other in Tampa.
0: Yes, that's a very good idea. Always miss a good undercard for the Royal Rumble, man. They moved away from that.
1: And, I mean, you, me and you were wrestling, you know, historians and junkies. I mean, you remember Bret and Razor at the yeah. 93 Rumble? I mean, yep. that was – and it was for the title. But that that Razor wasn't even,
0: like, a big deal then. He was just getting some vignettes, and that match was a banger. Yeah. Banger. Uh, Laura Marie Hunton, she says, Mercedes W is money. Uh, I can't wait. I love her. Uh, John 10 with a 199. Uh, if it's one or the other, Vince picks rock Roman. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, All day long. We're ta- yeah, we're talking about the NASA
1: appeal and the crossover appeal and everything else like that. There's no
0: one bigger than The Rock. Um, uh, Kenneth Williams with a 6 months. JD and Bay Daly, y'all doing an awesome job on Tuesday night. TNT is a must-see. Thank you, brother. I agree. Deontay Smith with 199. Rumors creative is planning Cena versus Solo at WrestleMania 40. I like it. Me too. I think it's – that's fine. Keeps Solo in a massive program.
1: Yep. Uh, and Cena will do the job, and like I said, you keep Cody and Cena away from the Royal Rumble match itself, let Gunther win that one, and have the Cody and Cena at the Rumble. I love it.
0: Uh, Lauren with a $2 Super Chat. Who has the better women's division right now, TNA or Impact, WWE or AEW? I'm going to go with uh, as far as star power, WWE. Uh, who books it better? I mean, that's a completely different topic. Probably Impact. I mean, Impact does Boy, a great Jesse, job of it. I don't it.
1: fucking watch Impact. Uh, nobody does. Yeah, I'm going with WWE.
0: John ten with a one ninety nine. Uh, he says uh, that we just saw that one. We just uh, talked about Rock and Roman. Uh, thank you, brother. Uh, Twenty one with a four ninety nine. Hey, JD and Drew. I've been thinking of going to Raw after Manny with my family, but I'm not too sure on ticket prices. Are they expensive? Yeah. All right. So here's the
1: deal. Um, there are seventy thousand fans. Seventy five thousand fans going Saturday. There's 75,000 fans going Sunday. That is what, ladies and germs, 150,000 people. The Raw Aftermania only holds about 16,000. Percentage-wise, it's damn near like 11. okay? Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to need to get your tickets ASAP once they hit say Buy a package. The Raw Aftermania, there's 100,000 people trying to go to a
0: 20,000-seed venue. It's tough. Yeah, I can imagine. Phil with a 999. I believe that we'll get Rock and Roman night one. Cody and Roman on night two. Rumble prediction. Gunther. He faces Rollins and wins to be the true heel champion of WWE on Raw TNT for life. I I I disagree with nothing you said there, Phil. Good job, Phil. Lauren with a two. Rock and Orton, also a dream match. And she also says, any Hall of Fame contenders you would consider? You go first. I got them all. Um uh, I don't know this year. Uh Batista for sure.
1: I'm gonna go. This class is gonna be massive. I'm gonna go. Heyman. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Wyndham. Yeah. And I'm gonna go. Yeah, I could see Batista. Yeah. RVD? RVD's in. might save. I think they, might, save, RVD's in. I RVD's think they might. I think they might save Batista because when you have Heyman and Wyndham, kind of have your two main event. Main guys, and I know you know Ray's family would be there to accept his honor and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's very emotional. Heyman, just the Philly stuff just fits. The Dudleys are already yeah. in. You could throw the Sandman in, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I can see Tommy Dreamer and Paul Heyman really being the Dudleys. ECW. They're in. They're okay, in. Right.
0: Heyman and Dreamer, I think, are your guys for this. Uh thank you, Lauren. Also, AW Best Tag Team, WWE Best Men, TNA Best Women. Okay. Uh, Tribal Chief with a six ninety nine. Loved your bump from House of Glory. You sold that well. How painful was the one you took from Sammy? Did you ever practice taking bumps? Brock for Solo at Mania. I don't know what Brock does at, at Mania. That's a good question. Um, the bump from Hog. Uh, I appreciate the comment on that. Uh, that was actually pretty cool to be a part of. And then uh, Sammy. Uh, Sammy, that was not scripted. That was actually uh, something he came with on the fly, and I did not know that was coming.
1: Um, I will say uh, if Gunther doesn't win the Rumble, then Gunther and Brock it maybe.
0: Okay. But if Gunther does win the Rumble, what do we do with Brock? Why don't we do Cody again, pal? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well. Do we need him? How about Batista? Batista versus uh, versus Brock?
1: No. Well, if we don't do Rock and Roman, then let's do Rock Brock. Sure. I mean,
0: it's 2002 all over again. Yeah. <laughs> and then modern day role model with a 999. It leaves no message. Message retracted. I don't know what you said, brother, but uh, I appreciate you celebrating your first super chat with us here on TNT. What was it? Who's the guy? Modern day role model. No message. Uh, okay. All right. There you go, man. Everything is uh, everything set. Any? Um, thank you guys for the super chats, by the way. We love you, and uh, I will see you live. We got one from uh, Max Shanes here, Ronald Acuna for MVP. Absolutely. Well, duh. Did you get Phantom sixty seven? Uh Phantom sixty seven. Fifty bucks Canadian. Yeah, I got him. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Acuna for MVP. No doubt about it. I think they I won mean. Them. The,
1: yeah, I mean the Braves are. Just- Sorry about your Rangers, there, Blake.
0: Yeah, Blake. All right, maybe I, mean, I, I got to keep my mouth shut, man. October is a completely different beast. One hundred percent. But I
1: mean, you know, the, I mean, the Rangers are still—they're still in it. But I mean, they're not ninety-seven wins like the Atlanta Braves. No.
0: Anyway, man, that's all we got. Thank you guys for the super chats. We really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. We had nineteen hundred or so in here to talk pro wrestling on a Tuesday night while Becky Lynch was doing nursery rhymes on NXT. Uh, any uh, parting words before we get out of here, Drew? No. Um, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. I say no, and then I'm
1: going to talk. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. Um, wrestling is an escape. Make sure you tell your loved
0: ones you love them. Time something we cannot
1: buy. I remember
0: that. There you go. Thank you guys very much. I will see you live tomorrow with Jesse for Grand Slam AEW Dynamite. I'm probably going to have some more videos for you during the day. Until then, guys, thank you so very much. We will see you next week for Episode 15, What Awaits Us Next Week. I don't know. We'll figure it out then. Thank you guys very much, and I'll see you tomorrow night with Jesse for AEW Dynamite Grand Slam.